Thursday evening, following, of course, Judge Arthur Ingeron's decision to not reverse the $10,000 sanction he hit Donald Trump with for violating the gag order, Donald Trump, like a little whiny, you know, teenager, decided to get on social media and whine about how mean everybody is to him, but also to make the outrageous claim that the judge, Judge Arthur Ingeron, is the one who has in fact gone crazy. Now, now before I read the quote, think about that for a minute. We have Donald Trump, the man who just a couple days ago told his supporters, don't vote for me. Uh, the man who got distracted by a fly at a recent speech, the man who this week also just realized that the word us has the same letters as us. And he of all people has the audacity to say that another human being has somehow gone crazy. Here's what Trump said on truth social. The judge in the New York state attorney general AG case refuses to accept the overturning of his decisions by the appeals court. This is a first in the history of the state. He has gone crazy in his hatred of Trump. And he, he, he put his own name in quotes there. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand that, but, um, I do. I got to tell you, man, if you're going to make a statement that somebody else is crazy, you might want to make sure you don't look crazy while saying it. Okay. Cause like you're the person on the street corner wearing the big, you know, like a uh, uh, sandwich board screaming at people about end times. And you have the audacity to tell somebody else that they've gone crazy. I like that's, I'm sorry. That's not how that works, bud. You can't look like a lunatic while saying that, Hey, this guy is crazy. Like, no, no, look in a mirror when you make that statement, because then you'll see the crazy person, Donald, and it's not Judge Arthur Ingeron. What you're doing is, like I said, you're whining like a petulant little teenager whose mommy and daddy told them that, no, you can't have the car this weekend to go do I don't know, whatever the hell kids do these days. That made me sound so old, and I apologize for that off the bat. But that's what it is. Like, mom and dad are so mean man, life sucks. I'm going to go listen to some simple plan, right? That's what you're doing. Like that is literally what Donald Trump is doing. And I gotta, I gotta address an issue here too. Cause he keeps mentioning, you know, the appellate court, the appellate court said the statute of limitations, Ingeron's not, not going with the appellate court. The appellate court simply said that the statute of limitations kicks in for anything prior to the year 2014. Okay. They did not say the whole case has to be thrown out. They did not say that no evidence can be brought in because of statute of limitations. They just said, listen, you can't go beyond 2014, but you can pull in evidence from prior to 2014. If it helps you make your case for the years after 2014. So really the statute of limitations, the appellate courts, like it's there and you can't use it, but you can use it to do this. It just can't be used, you know, as part of the decision, just use it to build your case. So the appellate court, Donald did not say what you think they said, but that is not the only post that Donald Trump put out after he was mad at his judge. He then went on to say, quote, the radical left judge who should not be handling the fake and fully discredited case brought against me by the New York state AG. It should be handled by the commercial division, but should never have been brought. Find me $10,000 under a so-called gag order. 
He then went on to call the judge a highly political and fully biased Trump hater, and then said that the judge was unhinged. Again, if you're going to make comments about somebody else's mental competency or their overall mental state, you can't look like a lunatic while you do it. But you did. You look crazy. The judge has not gone crazy. And you're just whining and crying because everything is going against you because for the first time in your life, you're finally facing some consequences. Republican Congressman Matt Gates is flying high thinking that the, the world is, you know, all aligning for him. He got his MAGA Mike Johnson elected as speaker of the house this week. And even after Republicans were attacking him and coming after him, Gates is like, Nope, I am the victor. I win. And now it's time for revenge. So on his podcast at the end of this past week, Matt Gates took issue with Republican Congressman Jason Smith, who happens to be the chair of the Ways and Means Committee. Now, Jason Smith, in an interview prior to Matt Gates's podcast, he was on a different podcast, Smith was, and he said this, if Matt Gates's lips are moving, it's only lies that's coming out of it. That gentleman only likes to propel himself and propagandists. He sounds like a Democrat. The blood is on his hands for 22 wasted days. You know what, man? I almost would have gone with you on that statement. So I was like, he sounds like a Democrat. Like that's the only insult you morons have. And Jason Smith is a moron. All right. I'm not going to defend him on that. He's right about Matt Gates lying. He's wrong about Matt Gates sounding like a Democrat. And overall, you just seem, seem kind of stupid, but Matt Gates got pissed and Matt Gates on his podcast, after these statements were made by Smith revealed something or kind of revealed something about Smith himself. Matt Gates said, quote, Congressman Jason Smith has been one of the most loyal lapdogs for former Speaker McCarthy and for the lobbyists and special, special interests on K Street. See, Jason Smith has achieved power in Washington the way most people do. You get money from the lobbyists and special interests. You in turn give that money to the party bosses for their political funds, and then they allow you to move up. Jason Smith says, if my lips are moving, I'm lying. Well, you know what? If Jason Smith is breathing, he is living a lie. There might not be another member of Congress who lives a lie more than Jason Smith. And Jason Smith knows exactly what I'm talking about. And by the way, so does almost every member of the House Republican Caucus. So there's a good deal of projection in Jason Smith calling me a liar when it's Jason Smith who literally has to live a lie. And I honestly pity him for that because, you know, it wouldn't be something that I, I wouldn't live that way. I'll just put it that way. So Jason, I would check yourself before you come at me with any accusations of being dishonest about what I say when you're dishonest about how you live and what you do. Now, obviously, when somebody is accused of living a lie, that is usually used, at least in, you know, kind of historical pretense, historical being the last 30 years, I guess. Accusing somebody of living a lie is usually what you say when you think somebody is a closeted uh, homosexual, right? 
And that kind of seems to be what Matt Gates is implying about Mr. Smith. Everybody knows it, Jason. You know what I'm talking about. Every Republican member of the caucus knows what I'm talking about. Why are you living a lot? Like, what other lie could he be living? I mean, does maybe he have a second family somewhere? I don't know. I don't know what lie he's living. I honestly, I don't care. But I do care in the context of just general morbid curiosity because Matt Gates, you know, to borrow an expression, if you were really from the South, you'd know this. Uh, you can't open a can of worms and not go fishing. But that's what you did. So I don't know if there is actually a, a lie that Jason Smith is living. I mean, if he is LGBTQ, good, like wonderful. I have no problem with that. Republicans do. But those Democrats that you love to demonize, we don't care. But... It could be this. Maybe there is no lie. Maybe Matt Gates is just a little apprehensive and defensive because Republicans have been coming out with some pretty shocking allegations against him recently, specifically that he bragged about taking erectile dysfunction drugs so that he could go all night. And then he would, according to Republicans, take his cell phone out and pass it around so that everybody could see the pictures of the women that he just slept with. And of course, the House Ethics Committee is currently investigating you for that, Matt Gates. So maybe you're trying to fire back with these cryptic messages that you can later be like, no, it actually doesn't mean anything, right? Because you didn't say anything. You just implied things. See how that works? Like there's a lot of gray area there. But I think this is all just a giant coping mechanism for Matt Gates because he knows Republicans are out for him. And so he's trying to pretend like he's got dirt on them. But if he actually did, we know Matt Gates, and we know he'd say it. So I don't believe a word he says, because to quote Jason Smith, if his lips are moving, he's lying. Donald Trump is known for his campaign rallies, right? That's what became the hallmark of his 2015, 2016 presidential campaign. He did it all through his presidency. He was even doing some, you know, during COVID when he really shouldn't have been doing them. But this time around in his third run for president, not so much. In fact, according to the numbers, Donald Trump is only averaging two rallies per month in the, in the lead up to the 2020 election again, during COVID, Trump was doing three a day, some days, three a day. And now it's just two per month. And there's reasons, right? I mean, he's, you know, tied up in all these trials and the investigations and, you know, four different indictments in four different jurisdictions, not to mention the fraud trial that is currently ongoing. Uh, he actually has another trial that, that starts Monday, uh, in Colorado. So he's got a lot of stuff happening and let's be real here. His rallies, according to reports, cost about $2 million a piece to put on and Trump doesn't have a ton of money. I mean, I know it looks like he does, but he has actually blown through so much of his campaign cash fighting his legal problems. So, you know, the legal problems come back. So he's, he's low on money. It's a little hard, but there's a bigger reason. It's not just because he's running out of cash. It's not just because of the legal issues, because, you know, he could not show up at the New York trial, go do a rally if he wanted. 
Now, the real reason, and this was touched on in these reports, but, but not given, I think, the credit it deserves. The real reason that Donald Trump is not doing rallies the way he used to is because nobody cares. Now, I have done multiple segments over the last year showing video of people at Trump rallies that begin leaving the rally sometimes as early as 10 minutes into Trump's speech. And these are people who sat there in line for hours to hear him. And by the time he starts talking, they're like, all right, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to do this. I mean, they're in their full MAGA gear. These are diehard cult members. But once the leader actually starts talking up there on stage, they're like, dude, frick, man. Okay. The election was stolen. We get it. Oh, sleepy Joe, crooked Joe, crooked Hillary. Holy hell, man. Come out with some new material. You know, it's like you go see Jim Gaffigan and all he does is the hot pockets routine 20 times in a row. We get it. It's funny, but we also want to hear the new material. So that's kind of the situation that's happening with Donald Trump. Um, again, it's not just that he can't hold their attention. The legal problems do play a role in it. The financial stuff plays a role in it. But I think Donald Trump, and I've been saying this again for a year, he's lost a step. When he does go off script, he goes off script like crazy. And people don't want to hear the crazy. People don't want to see it from their cult member. You know, as I've talked about in the last week and a half, he got distracted by a fly, then went on a rant about how you're not allowed to buy fly paper, which is just not true. He got distracted by his own weird thought that the word us has the letters us, just like us. And everybody in the crowd was just kind of like, get your purse. We're getting the fuck out of here. You know, I, I mean, that's how people are reacting to this. Not to mention, he also recently went on a rant about McDonald's packaging for their burgers. He said, sometimes the packaging is six months old. What, what is that? What, who even cares about that? How do you even know it's six months old? It doesn't have a date on it, you idiot. But those are the weird, creepy, idiotic, stupid, deranged things that Donald Trump is saying at his rallies. So it's no wonder that he's not doing as many as he used to. He's older now. He's lost a step. He's not in great health, especially if he's still chowing down on McDonald's so much that he knows how old the rappers are. I mean, that takes a diehard McDonald's fan to be able to look at a McDonald's wrapper and be like, nope, this thing's about eight months old. Spent three months on the shelves in the stock room. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's weird. People don't want to hear it. And rather than be embarrassed by having nothing but auditoriums, you know, a quarter of the way filled with his cult members, Trump has just decided to do fewer rallies, which means a little bit, not much, but a little bit less embarrassment for him. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.